0: Today's episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Arena Australia. Arena are the very best swimming brand in the business. Whether you're after the best race suits, racing training goggles, training aids, or even team gear for your clubs, Arena Australia are the way to go. If you don't believe me, just look up on the blocks at the finals of most events at either nationals or international events and you'll see the Arena logo front and centre on the fastest swimmers' race suits. They just are the best. Head over to arenaswimming.com.au right now for all the latest sales and discounts and let them know that Off The Block Swimming Podcast sent you. Australia
1: in four, the United States in five.
0: Off... Stubborn to but her, Schlinger in sixth
1: into the yellow line, Henry. Golden start got into the water quickly, but so did Joyce, was short of Germany, was away well. They'll go to
0: the wall together. pick that one, Bloomer, and fact, ahead of Manuel, and here is Schemenya. What a shot, Peterson stumps her authority on another 200 threshold. Now Henry is starting to cover now, Henry
1: Jodie Henry of Australia shading Jenny Thompson has taken the lead here. The Australians have only won this race once. It was with Dawn Fraser in 1956. Henry's moving away. She's going to win it for Australia. This has
0: been a remarkable last league. Jodie Henry is going to bring Australia home for what will be the yes victory. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shannon Rollison podcast for another week. I'm your host, Robbie Cox, joined by the man himself on Valentine's Day. Get to spend my Valentine's Day with Shannon Rollison. How exciting. Shannon, how are you, mate? (laughs) Yeah, right back at you, Robbie. Yeah, I didn't get you any flowers, unfortunately, but um, they're they're too expensive. Uh, So, you know. Yeah, I just
1: Um, bought some flowers. I think think, um, (laughs) your movies are going to be cheaper.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going today... um, where I'm taking the wife to go watch. I think it's called One Love, the Bob Marley movie. So, um, looking forward to that. It's been uh, on my to do list for a while. So, it comes out today. Yeah, you're right. Although it's gold class. So, a little bit more expensive gold class. You've been gold yeah, class much?
1: That. I haven't been a gold class for a while, but uh, always something uh, Always something a little bit special about gold class, isn't
0: there? Yeah, where well, you set, set up, the, the food comes down and. Just chilling there and watching. So, no, it should be good. I've been looking forward to it. Uh, If it's any good, I'll recommend it to people uh, out there. But, yes, it is Valentine's Day, which we are recording here. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Uh, We were talking earlier, Shannon, just about like, nah. (laughs) Well, like we're literally only going to the movies today because it comes out today, the, the movie. Otherwise, the wife and I normally just have like a nice dinner at home or something like that. We don't really go overboard. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, no, we don't. And actually, as I said to you earlier, I think if you've got to do something every year, I'm not sure your marriage is, uh, well, let's just say it's going to be
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, especially this day, right? Like I, it's important to spice it up and do stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be on this day. Well, this is the one day I decide I love you and here you go. Yeah. Um, I'd be a bit The whole worried. expectation
1: thing, you know, so yeah. I've been quite lucky. Um so uh, I haven't had to, you know, get something every Valentine's Day yeah. for the last 24 years or however long we've been married. So uh, so that's been good. Okay. So when Elle walks through the door
0: uh, this afternoon while I'm at work, she'll get a nice little surprise. Oh, isn't that beautiful? See, you're a romantic at heart. You really are. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. If, if, if today is the only day your partner ever gives you something and says I love you, yeah, I'd be having a look at that because it should, should probably be happening outside of this day. And uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, let's 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 not pretend. Yeah, let's not turn into the love doctors here. Let's, yeah. to, let's stick to what we know. <laughs> um, now, today's episode, uh, if you're reading this, we're obviously going to talk about um, uh, my set that I was speaking to Shannon about. We did a top five tips last week, and. One of the conversations that Shannon and I spoke about was, you know, in terms of sharing ideas and, and being vulnerable in terms of this is how my set looks and, and what can we do with it. So I thought, all right, well, um, let's let's put it out there. So today we're just going to have a, a, a look at the set, um, which I'll explain later for anyone who's just listening. It'll be on Instagram as well or Facebook for you to have a quick look at. It's no secrets. Some people might look at it and say it's trash. Some people might like it, don't really care. Um, it's just more uh, giving you guys an idea of of how you can manipulate and play around and change different things and and take it from an anaerobic power set to an anaerobic capacity set or an aerobic capacity set or however you want to play around with it. Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But obviously, Shannon, hot topic at the moment: Doha swimming. There's some fast swimming going on. We've seen a world record go, and uh, the Aussies are doing a good job. Have you caught up with it much? It's obviously at a very difficult time to watch. Let's be honest. I think three a.m. coaches, we, we've got to be up early enough without getting up, yeah, at, at three a.m. Yeah, uh, look, the only
1: two swims I've seen so far, and it was just happened to be by chance. On uh, must be Monday morning. I just woke up at four twenty, and I um, thought, th- oh. I might be lucky and catch Erica's swim, but no, I wasn't. And I caught both the relays: the men's four by one and the women's four by one. So saw the forty-six-eight mm-hmm. um, by the Chinese lad. Yeah, uh, Pan. Yeah, I think it was he out in two-two? So back in four mid. So very good swim. He looked good. I, I liked him from a technical point.
0: Uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, I'm glad you said that because I think that's something that stood out just watching it, that back end of the race, he looked really good technically, didn't he? Yeah. He was holding water and pulling away where the others were kind of fighting it and and trying their best, but he he was technically looked like a machine. Yeah, yeah. Now, you
1: know, um, you you don't always, you know, like you don't always get uh, People winning and, and yeah, they're technically graceful and that, but you know, I mean Alex off comes to mind, doesn't he? And um, Matt Biondi, some of the mm. greats of, of that that event, but it doesn't always coincide with that. But he he looked really good, um, and I think he's the same lad who went forty six nine at the Asian Games. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. so that's twice now. So is he the only person that's done it twice under forty seven?
0: I would think so i'm not sure but they, they wouldn't it'd be a short list for sure if he if wasn't um it's interesting though the one thing that comes to mind and and this is just purely from speaking to you over the years with the podcast is um you see a lot of these things happen at world champs and things like that um we're, we're close to obviously the olympics in paris so it'll be interesting is 46 the mark in paris can you know who who does it again who you know can they do it because as you kind of always say, world records, um, you know, are there and they tend to get broken in situations with less pressure. I don't want to say le- this world champs is less pressure, but you know what I mean. Yeah, what's, well, he's led off a relay, hasn't he? So yeah. so what's the Olympics going to look like? Does it go back to being a uh, a 46.96 or something and the best man wins, like the best racer wins, whoever handles the, the situation? It's going to be really interesting. Um, he's thrown down a time that's certainly thrown a cat amongst the pigeons in terms of what that final of the men's is going to look like, especially with the the older boys still yet to sort of put a, a big swim in this year.
1: Yeah, certainly. And like, you know, he hasn't won the world championship yet either. So exactly, that's probably the next thing he's got to do this week. And um, if he can hold up there, you know, get a title under his belt, uh, then he's got a title and a time. Um, and, yeah, he might go quicker, but I would think the title is going to be more important than the time in the next couple of days. Uh, and then it becomes about, yeah you know, handling everything else that goes along with that going into the Olympics. So um, Kyle's world champion, Dressel, you'd think is going to be there. Coles won an Olympics. Dressels won an Olympics.
0: Popovich, yeah. who was the former world record holder.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you were writing a script, you couldn't write it much
0: better. It's all getting together, I tell you. This Olympic Games, it's going to be one. Uh, that it's going to be a know, great Olympics, I think, yeah, isn't it? You know, like one of Paris.
1: The best. I always remember when I made the team for Athens thinking, well, if this is my only Olympics... I'm glad it's Athens,
0: Yeah,
1: you know, the birthplace of it all and everything. And then there's just those iconic cities that I think, yeah, if you only had to go to one Olympics, yeah, again, Paris would be one of them, London. Um, so it's going to be a good.
0: Yeah, no, definitely looking forward to it. It's all starting to shape up. Um, congratulations also uh, this week. We've got Elijah Winnington, silver in the men's 400. Uh, the women's 4x1 that you mentioned, silver uh, in that on day one. Uh, we saw today Iona Anderson, silver in the 100 back. Congratulations to her. Uh, phenomenal swim. Um, Sam Williamson set an Australian record twenty six four one going into top seed for the Fifty breaths tonight so that oh tomorrow morning whenever i'm still half asleep so yeah so that's for the final isn't it yeah that's for the final so that's going to be exciting um that's going to be a very very fast race uh a shout out to jason
1: cooper there like uh sam trained was jason for years uh and i think it's gonna be quite interesting looking at his development um you know in the lead up to this he's training now with Craig Jackson and Craig's doing a great job with him mm. but I certainly think Jason did a very good job with with Sam Williamson. and uh, certainly wouldn't have been over overworked as a youngster um, and you know that's one of the things about being a, a development coach or a great age group coach what's the conversion rate you know in my books a great age a great age group coach isn't the isn't the coach that wins the national age point score or has has the most medals? You know, I know the award's given out for that. But, you know, I I think you've got to look a little bit deeper and too many times people, uh, you know, get um, accolades for being, you know, winning the age championship or or, um, that sort of thing. I actually think it's how many how many of your swimmers have converted to senior athletes? Yeah. You know, because if the end goal is how fast can you make an age group swimmer swim and then therefore you're the national youth coach or age group coach or great age group coach, I'm not sure. Well, I am sure, and that's not it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and uh I think a great age group, great development coach is the coach who who can send the swimmer on and then that swimmer continues to improve and develops into a senior athlete on international stage. Mm. Um because the end goal of an age group coach isn't to have trained them to within an inch of their life.
0: Yeah.
1: So um and I had that discussion recently um in a nice friendly way yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i just thought i'd bring that up again because i think people gotta look a little bit deeper
0: <clears throat> yeah well no I, I think you hit the nail on the head and i mean we can't really get into it too much because we've spoken about this probably at length over a few uh over a few bourbons and whiskeys as well shannon uh at times and we we've we've established that um you know i i think in terms of if we're looking at making any changes with that then potentially shannon the system might need to be changed because the system keeps rewarding the opposite of what you just said so uh it sort of makes it harder to go about face of that but i absolutely agree with you but unfortunately as we've spoken about before um you know you don't get on team shannon if you um if you're doing what you just said well not as, as an age group coach you just sort of get forgotten about and people think you don't know what you're doing really because you haven't got anyone, as you said, you know, breaking these records and, and doing all these different things. Um, not that you can't do it the right way and still break records, especially if, they've, if they're phenomenal swimmers, but you get my point. Like, yeah. like I think the system definitely rewards the opposite of what you just said. So for to get buy-in, we need to create change, I think, um, which is a good thing you're on all those committees and boards, mate. hey um
1: the koreans are swimming good aren't they you know like the fella that broke um well actually the the asian countries in general china's having a very good meet. um i mean there, there was talk that there was a potential uh one two three uh in the women's 100 breasts uh, all Asian countries, and they went yeah. close. They went one. So Siobhan
0: in- Jorge got a bronze in the hundred. Yeah, she got
1: bronze in that. A good uh, split by the Dutch girl. Um, so that two hundred free finals on tonight. I think Eric is fastest qualifier, but uh, obviously Siobhan would be the favourite. Mm. Um, then you've got, you know. Korean's won the
0: 200 free and and the 400 free. I'm not sure. Is it the same fella? Who won the Sun two? Wu. Sun Wu. Uh, no, I don't think he won the. Did he win
1: yeah. the 400? So um, the 400 was won. That's by Kim Woo Oh well, yeah, there you go. Okay, so now this is it. Yeah. It like 342.7. Three forty two seven. I'm not sure if he's the same fella in the 200.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I'm just going. But he's, baby not, baby. he's not
0: the same guy. No, I didn't
1: think so So yeah. there's two different winners in the, a similar event That's pretty good Yeah Erica won the 400 uh, The Kiwis having a good meet um, Eve Thomas was in the final She trains with Dean uh, She was in the final of the 1500 uh, And they had another girl who, Caitlin, who just missed the Caitlin, Dean, who just missed the 1500 I watched the 1500 heats, actually I must have must have been late. I, I got home um, and I'm watching the heats of the 1500 and I actually watched two. I haven't watched the 1500 since I was coaching Powell. Oh, and watched
0: uh, two? You didn't just have fall asleep or?
1: No, nah, so Caitlin was in the second last heat. So I thought, oh, I'll watch that. And it was yeah. a really close race. And so then I thought, oh, I'll watch this, the next one. And the, the Italian girl is magnificent. She looks, she looks good. Quadrella. My elbows underwater. Great two-beat kick. She ended up winning it. Yeah, Quadrella. Um, but absolute standout of the field from a technical point of view. Um, apart from that, there was quite a lot of shabby swimming, I
0: thought. Um, even though it was quite exciting and quite quite close. So, um, So the uh, the Americans went the double in the men's and women's hundred back. Hunter Armstrong won the hundred back for the men's, and yeah. Claire Curzon won for the for the women. So there are a few not-so-big household names that the Americans are kind of. Yeah, Kate Douglas won the 200 IM. That was a PB two hundred seven zero. Mm. Um, yeah, the Chinese girl.
1: Uh, Marit Bergen in the, she anchored in 52-3. That was a good swim. And she's finaled in the 200 IM. She's swimming well again, which is good to see. Uh, Adam Petey's looking
0: pretty, uh, a lot better, isn't he? Yeah, well, I, actually, I'm glad you bring that up. What does is, what is a bronze at the World Champs for Adam Peaty do for his mental sort of preparation? Do you reckon he's all right? He knows that he's charging through. He's not meant to be at his best right now anyway. You know, he knows his PB and what he's capable of. It's, yeah, it's I- kind of water off a duck's back to him. He's, it's just a part of his preparation or yeah, he- does it do anything? Does it? Nah. No? Uh, Adam's a big boy, isn't he? Like,
1: I would just think he's, you know, progressing forward and that's how he'd be looking at it, you know? So.
0: You know some yeah. of those winners, though, Shannon? Not being the winner just just gets him a little bit sometimes. And I'm only talking off the back of my experience on the podcast talking to different people, like... You know, I um, a, a talk about uh, Grant Hackett who has two silver medals in his draw that remind him of failure. Oh, yeah. They're Olympic silver medals, Grant. He's like, no, nah, failure. Yeah. I'm like, what? The, give, give one to me then if it's a failure. It's like, that's nah, a failure. So it just depends. I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I just think. Well, that's, I mean, at the end of, of the
1: day, that's a dangerous place to go, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And if I was coaching
0: someone who was thinking along those lines, I'd mm. be having a. Having a chat, you know. Hey, listen, speaking of dangerous places to go, I didn't know we were going to bring this up, but I thought, why not? Let's throw it down there. James Magnuson's made some headlines this week. Oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> what did you, what did you think about? Uh, what did you think? We don't need to delve too much into it, but what no, did you think not. about that?
1: Uh not a lot. Um. So
0: yeah, Ruff, he's my advice an
1: athlete would be. And even a former athlete, you know, who's not, I'd stay away from that. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that does you much chop at all. Mm. Um, and I think it probably only, you know, hurts your reputation.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'd like to hope, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he kind of threw all this out there because, you know, he's he's getting big and he's on the radio now and SEN and he's sort of on a mm-hmm. few different podcasts with the boys and I'm hoping that it was just him trying to, you know, show off a little bit, show out, just try and pump his, to make it seem like it was a bit of fun with the boys but maybe not realising it's on a national thing that everyone's listening to. And, it was on the news, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I, I'm hoping he kind of looks at it now and oh, you know, but I don't know. Maybe he was taking it deadly seriously. Yeah. I, I, like you, would probably stay clear of all of that nonsense. But yeah, I um, he certainly created some headlines.
1: It, it could be that way. Maybe he's just trying to create a headline. Maybe he's got no intention to mm. go through with it. Uh, I've always liked James. I think he's a good bloke. Um, he's, you know, he's a country boy. Um, and yeah. I think James could do well without doing that sort of thing. Well, he did very well, didn't he? No, I mean in the future, though. Yeah. I I don't think he needs to do that. No. Yeah, I think he's got enough. uh, I I think he's a very good commentator, actually. Um, I I think he can make some coin in other ways that, Mm. that are better for him.
0: Well, he's not shy in sharing his opinion, that's for sure. So... And I yeah, think in commentary need you need anything. to be yeah, you yeah. need a bit of that. If you just sort of sit on the fence all the time, you end up getting splinters. So
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean I, I like him for that, you know. He's yeah. a straight up guy, always busy at the time of day, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Liked him as an athlete, liked him as a swimmer, liked him as a competitor, you know. Um yeah, he doesn't need to do that sort no. of stuff
0: no no all right well let's get away from it. i just thought i'd bring it up because it's been out there we've definitely <laughs> On the more positive things
1: what about <laughs> yeah. erica it was good eh? Hey? yes
0: yeah Three first
1: nine four pb first, uh, first
0: gold medal Keezer. yeah first kiwi to win a world championship so yeah congratulations to her and the and the team and again if you listen to off the blocks um, don't say I didn't tell you, I interviewed Erica Fairweather a long, long time ago, and she's always been a favorite of mine. Um, and then obviously Shannon's had uh, a chance to do some work with her and her team and just get to see her in work and around there. And yeah. Shannon mentioned that she was coming through. We've told you all the way through. This isn't a, this isn't something where we jump on a bandwagon. Um, she's a great kid, a great swimmer, great athlete. Uh, and it's, it's really, really nice to see uh, her, you know, get the rewards that she deserves from all her hard work and effort.
1: Yeah, and shout out to Lars Huma, you know, her coach. Uh, is great, great coach. Spent a lot of time in the UK. Uh, worked with Sean Kelly at uh, Stockport. There, um, he's got a great setup down in Dunedin in New Zealand, in the South Island. So, if anyone not sure where Dunedin is, it's in the south, um, and uh it's not his only athlete he's got over there, as it mentioned, Caitlin uh, Dean in the 1500. Yep. And, um, you know, we'll see what Erica does tonight in the two. I think 155, I'm, I'm pretty sure she hasn't been under 155, so it's good swim and be she'll interesting. be growing in confidence.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, her tail would be up, so... um no matter, I guess, what the result is, I'm assuming for her it's going to be a fairly positive one in, in terms of time and progression, where that leads her in terms of the finish line. Uh, we'll see and find out because, I mean, she's not known for her speed, speed. I mean, 200, you need a little bit of extra speed, but uh, as we said, her tail will be up so and she'll be definitely probably working on, on those areas of her swimming. So
1: Yeah, well, she's done some good work in that department, yeah um, mm. She was over in December and then again in January and she was, you know, better in January than she was in December. Um, She's technically very good. So, and, and, you know, I do know, um, you know, they they, they haven't dropped the ball as far as they know what it's about this year. It's about the Olympics, so.
0: Mm. no, Well, very exciting times and, as we say, congratulations. Um, It was... um, I know she's a, a Kiwi, Shannon, but when I saw that she won, I don't know, it just brought a smile to my face. As I said, she's she's a great kid. She's very friendly, very likeable, very down to earth. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and just someone that I always gravitated to towards when I interviewed her. I've interviewed her a few times now and as far back as I, I think 2020, maybe, maybe about four years ago, Shannon, or... Maybe twenty one. I can't remember, but it was a while ago. And, Probably when uh, she
1: won the junior Panpax, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it was junior something. But she was, yeah. she was just, yeah. She, you know, if you talked to her, then you wouldn't know she was a winner of anything big. She's like, oh yeah, so, you know. Try. I think she won Junior Worlds as well. Well, she was certainly out there. I think she was racing yeah. Lani back then. But um, yeah, anyway, congratulations to Erica and the team. Um, now, as I said, we're we're going to get on to the set and and play around with it. And... Are we going to the set straight away? Yeah, what do you mean straight away? We've just waffled on for about half an hour. Well, what about the, uh, <laughs> the butterfly, women's fly?
1: Oh, all right. That, all right. I thought that was a pretty good swim. Stray had two in the final. Brianna and Alexandria Perkins. Yes. 69 6 Yeah, men's 100
0: back. Let's talk about that. 105-2. Seven in the women's hundred breasts. What do you think of that time for the winner? Yeah, yeah, that's solid. I mean, um, the Chinese I,
1: girl Tang, yeah, I mean, um, I think you're gonna have to go. Well, I think you know, you're probably gonna have to go four to get on the podium next year or, yeah. or later this year. Actually, I think I'm not 100%, but Barry Prime uh sent me a message this morning and man, Pierre Lafontaine. Barry. That's a name from the past. Pierre got me down to the AIS after Athens. Mm. So Pierre, from what I've heard from Barry, is coaching the Chinese girl.
0: Oh, okay. So, congratulations to Pierre. Mm. Hope he's doing well. Oh, you're not wrong about the Chinese team, Shannon. They're starting to put together a bit of a yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, and just that, yeah, the Asian countries in general. That you know, I know there's. Yeah, I mean, Dennis Cotrell working with the Chinese, um, not on a full-time basis, but certainly on a large enough basis to have an impact. Mm. Um, and they were good at the Worlds last year, and they and then you know they've certainly continued that on since then. They, they were you know good at the Asian Games, which is not. Um, No surprise there, but, you Mm. know, they're starting to put meets back-to-back. In the past, sometimes they've they've looked like they're going to come through and then they've sort of – the wheels have fallen off, but I wouldn't think the wheels are going to fall off this time. You're going to have to beat them.
0: Yeah, no, they're definitely uh, across the board putting together a super strong team. Um, Shout-out to Bobby Hurley off the blocks he's done a good job Sp- in he? Oh Bobby kills it. And, and what you know, if you go back to that world record in the relay, was, that was he was onto it, and then he was he actually, onto it. He was he then struggled.
1: He had to regather himself <laughs> for the rest of the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was, that's what I like, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah, that's where guys who are commentating who know the sport, they they can see what's coming and mm. the potential. Whereas, you know, obviously, um, you know, the football coach uh tallers of the past. Mm. Um they may not be onto it so much. Yeah. Um, Bruce McAvaney was onto everything. Uh yeah. but
0: uh Bruce was a stats man for days. I could imagine Bruce with all his bloody databases and yeah. spreadsheets and
1: but Bobby yeah, he's doing a good job.
0: Yeah, great. Job. No surprise. Yeah, no, no. surprise. He's getting better and better, Bobby, and uh he was always great, but he's starting to Put his own personality into what he's commentating as well which is only making it better um what, what did you think since you want to keep talking about the world world champs 50 butterfly what about diago Ribeiro, the 50 world champion the portuguese yeah just my, my lovely portuguese wife i'm just throwing this out there there's I something can't, i can't recall the portuguese winning before anything, anything. No.
1: Well, if, you asked, if you ask
0: them, they, they they found the world, so they found everything. <laughs> so they'll probably tell you they were the first to do it. It just wasn't recognised. But I uh, love the Portuguese community. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he was pretty quick, this young fella. Tiago Robero. You watch that? No. No, no. Well, the only live
1: is the two relays and then the heat of the
0: 1500.
1: Yeah. The Italian one that. 1546, then 15.56, 15.57. So the top three went under. Uh, only a 36-hour turnaround. Pretty tough, eh? especially if you've got to go flat out to make that final. Mm. So just, yeah, Fink won the 100 breaststroke. That was a good swim, 58.5. Woman's 100 back was tight. But, oh, one second the US girl had, 58.2.
0: Claire... You know what i love shannon too about um swimmers uh instagram accounts when they're relatively unknown and then they do something big so like that uh, pan guy who broke the world record um when i went on instagram to find him he had like i don't know i have maybe 800 900 followers he's now up to seven thousand five hundred. so all of a sudden people just I Mean really? that's not that's not massive. Some swimmers have huge numbers, but it's just funny. I remember Hafnawi when he won the Olympics. He he was very similar. He had like hardly any followers on Instagram. And <laughs> uh and now obviously it's it's blown up. But um So I think he finished seventeenth in the four hundred. Ahmed? Hmm. Mm. Well, that's why he's a hard form guy to go by. He, he's not you know he doesn't he, he sort of wins when he needs to he's always thereabouts about on the big stage so um but yeah no did you is there anything else you wanted to cover on the world champs in doha
1: i'm just reading the headline gonzalez wins spain's first world swimming championship in seven years
0: trying to do some research to see if portuguese have ever won something well he's not going to be spanish is he well that's what i mean where are we going with this hugo (laughs) gonzalez
1: what events this
0: apologies to all the listeners shannon's just scrolling through his fucking face like he's sitting on the toilet just shout out to (laughs) shout out to
1: sean he's doing a good job as head coach of the spanish team i noticed them in the relay final okay Um, Obviously, you know, uh, oh, no, the men, USA were there. Mm.
0: Um, So, yeah, uh, Spanish is going better, aren't they? Well, shout out to Spain if they want a coach to come over and do some work for a couple of years. I'd love to live in Spain and just coach. How good would that be? You'd you'd prefer to go to, like, Italy, wouldn't you? Oh, no. No. Spain? No, I'd go to Spain before Italy. Okay great country love spain all right so we're going to talk about your set yeah yeah thanks Shannon. Great so, segue, uh, mate you are just becoming just a, master a heads up of this everybody it's a stuff. marathon if this
1: thing <laughs> was a movie it'd have an interval it'd be like dances with
0: wolves <laughs> first of all it is not a netflix special thank you i just like to be innovative creative i like to have flow in my sets and programs Uh, I try and come up with something different. Anyway, so... Actually,
1: when I first saw it, uh, which is what, a week ago you sent it or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We spoke about this a week ago. It
1: it reminded me of a set I saw Siobhan. uh, It's on YouTube, I think. Okay. Yeah, and she does a set. So it reminded me a little bit of that.
0: I I promise it was from my own brain. But, um, yeah, so as we spoke about last week one of the things that I you know we both uh, acknowledge that perhaps we don't do enough sometimes as coaches is put out there our programs and sets and and have people not so much pull it apart or tear it apart but just give different ideas and how you could maybe uh, progress it for next time or you maybe you might look at it and say well you know maybe regress it and go back to here and start here or wherever all sets are, are, are based around where you're at and you're Cycle and in the yeah. program and all that as well. So that's got to be really important. So, you know, as I said, when you see this, um, there's really no point in judging it too much because you don't know where we're at in our program or anything like that. So take yeah. it for what you see it as. Um, but I thought, all right, well, let's, you know, if we're talking the talk, let's walk the walk, let's throw my set up and let's let everyone pull it apart. I don't really care. Yeah, you're uh, just going to need a pack lunch to make it to the end. <laughs> it's not that long. <laughs> I'm sure people have longer sets out there than this. All right, so let's share it. So people, um, if we put this up, we're going to.
1: Oh, by the way, so I've been inundated by Matt Trodden uh, skiing photos all week.
0: Oh, yeah, me me too. I don't know how I became a part of this, but he started started sending me photos too of him on the slopes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so well, well done, Matt. I mean, keep going, living the dream. mate. You, you're doing a great. And anytime Shannon gets a bit annoyed about something, it amuses me greatly. So it's good. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, he's still loving life, enjoying himself. All well right. Done. Well done, Matt. So, uh, for all the listeners out there, if you're just listening, is that um, the bottom of it? What do you mean? Or is
1: my screen not large enough?
0: Right. Well, no. There should be four rounds. So yeah, you should, okay. Yeah, you should be able to see four. Um, wow. So the set itself for the listeners uh, a dive 25 at your goal this is a 200 set by the way it's for we, we did it for a um, just getting a bit of pacing for our 200 so dive 25 at your goal front end speed uh, of the 200 not of 100 or a 50 so 25 mod so swim it off. Um, I put that on 130 just because of the a little bit of extra speed at the front, give a little bit more recovery. Then a push 50 at goal 200 pace. I always go your goal pace, not your 200 pace now. We should be looking ahead, not doing what we've already done. Um, that's on 120. 50 moderate. That's only on 60. And then a push 50 at goal back end, trying to, in this set, teach them that we hold a pace, but the last 50 of a 200 should be faster than pace a little bit should be faster. Fastest 50 should be the first 50, and the second fastest 50 should be the last 50. That's how I look at the 200 freestyle anyway. So that's one set. We do a 200 swim down and then it progresses. So, how it progresses is the push 50 at goal 200 pace adds a 50 each time. So, on the second round, it's 250s at pace. Uh, the rest of it's the same. The, the recovery is a little bit more. I just add a 50 to get us back down the other end. Uh, in the third round, it's 350s at pace. And then on the last round, it's push uh, 450s at goal, 200 pace. On 120, uh, still 50 moderate, and then a push 50 at goal back end, and then 350 to get us back down the end. Um, is, is your push 50 at goal back end faster than your goal
1: pace? Is yes. It?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for example, um, most people that know me know I've got a swimmer called Florence. So, her goal 200 pace is say 31 and a half. And on the last 50, she has to be 30. Yes. Yeah. Which, which in, this, in this instance, she was. So, we had a good day, uh, shared a good set. Few of the boys didn't, few of the boys did. It's always a mixed bag of lollies depending on who woke up that morning and came with a good attitude and wanted to work. Um,
1: That's 800 metres in quality in my books because you've got 1450s, am I correct here, and 425s.
0: hmm Yeah. So, I mean, looking at this set, Shannon, you would probably say it's more of an anaerobic power set. What would, what would you angle this set as if you were going to, if you had to, put something on it
1: Mm.
0: yeah i mean it's long enough
1: to be an anaerobic power set no doubt you're swimming off uh so so definitely if you didn't have so much swim down it'd definitely be um power Mm. you're swimming it off the other thing you could do is if you didn't go all four rounds, you know, so if you were earlier in the prep, you might only go three rounds. Yeah. And then it'd be definitely uh, heading towards more just capacity. Um, but I think, you know, if you had to just label it as one, yeah, I'd have it in the anaerobic power. Hmm. Um. So, well, that's you know, what I
0: like about this set, just sorry to cut you off, is that we have progressed it from more of an anaerobic capacity so they weren't doing as many acts yeah. and they were getting more recovery and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it does progress. It can progress even further from this to where you get rid of the first two sort of fluff piece sets, if you want to call it that, and just go dive 25 at, then 450s on and do Three, you know, maybe three rounds of that. But yeah, that's right. You, yeah. yeah. You, you give me your thoughts on the set first, considering you called it a Netflix special.
1: <laughs> the, um, how <laughs> series? Uh, the, uh, yeah. So you, you could definitely do that. You know, you could end up at the end of the season just doing four rounds of your last four, couldn't you? Um, mm. so there is a lot of ways you can go. It'd Be a different set for a turn of breaststroker than it would be for a turn of freestyler. Um, you could bring down the swim downs in between, yeah. Uh,
0: so, what, what would that do? Well, that'd bring it more towards power. Mm-hmm. So, you, you you would you say that this set kind of flirts in between capacity and power? So, it probably starts at a little bit lighter, starts but off by with the capacity, end, yeah, yeah, and okay,
1: it ends up more in the power zone just because of the duration
0: and that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what do you think about the recovery on the pace 50s too much not enough (laughs) oh as in 50 mod no the 50 the at pace so it's on 120
1: is that oh yeah yeah no that's all right um that's another way you could you could bring that cycle down as they get better Mm -hmm. so yeah you know, it gave you a bit of curry, but it's a pretty good set. <laughs> like there's there's probably there's many ways you can go with it. Yeah. Um
0: The moderate, you mentioned that. Would you put more rest on the moderate? No, no. Okay. You like it at sixty. Well, yeah, I liked it at sixty too, so they sort of come in, they've already sort of swam off that they shouldn't need too much more rest. They've already swam it.
1: Yeah, well, you want to challenge that goal back end pace yeah. there, so
0: that was pretty good. Um, oh, thank you, mate. Thank you. To the listeners out there, by the way, I'm not doing this to, for Shannon just to say I've done a good set. I, and I'm trying to ask the right questions for people to listen because a lot of people out there would have similar sets to this or would be doing 50s at pace or whatever. So that's why I'm trying to ask the right questions for you guys as well as to get Shannon's feedback on what you know, how much recovery should they have. Is that enough? Is it not enough? Um, I'm obviously opening myself up for Shannon to tell me it's no good as well. So, um, The other I, thing, yeah. just looking at it, yeah, you know, and obviously we've, we've said
1: that there's lots of ways you can move things around. You know, as you're wanting to go more towards the power and you're getting closer to sort of probably taper period, you know, you could remove the third and fourth set's 25 dives. Yep. I think by that stage it's becoming it's, – it's not not as relevant. Yep. Um, I like the idea of the 25, um, you know, you're just allowing them to do a dive and the big thing there would be to get the stroke rate or the stroke count if you're using counts, rates if you're using rates, um, so that they're not over-swimming it. So you're giving them an opportunity to do that. I think by the time you get to the third and fourth round, you, you're you trying to focus more on the second half of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could drop that uh, and, like I said, you could drop some of the swim down and then it starts becoming more of a, you know, more power orientated.
0: What about the 50 mod in between the pace and back end? Would you leave that, manipulate that, move, remove uh, it?
1: Yeah, I think that's all right. You've got three mod sometimes you put a 50 mod in there like that and it allows the lactate to come out a bit more so it can hurt it can hurt some people more more so
0: mm.
1: i wish to do a set that'd be like 350s on 350s mod four rounds and people to look at it and think oh and then they do it and they're like Whoa. and you can get some big lactates and um, and, and particularly distance people, they like just to set set and forget and just keep in that pattern. So you're breaking the pattern and that, some people can struggle with that.
0: Mm. Now, I want to circle back to something you said, because I actually did have breaststrokers doing this set. You said yeah. you probably wouldn't have breaststrokers doing this set or you'd manipulate it for them. Um, give me your two cents on that.
1: Well, yeah, I think if you had a hundred type breaststroker, then it's probably pretty close to the mark. If you've got a turn of breaststroker, they might you know bring that cycle down a little bit. You um you'd get a different lactate than what you would with a backstroker or a freestyler. Mm-hmm. So I think if you were after a peak lactate, you know, or a high lactate with your breaststroker, I mean, I know some some people would be able to but there'd be a lot that wouldn't as well so that would depend on the athlete and at the end of the day it all depends on on the athlete doesn't it like a set's only as good as what the athlete that's doing it and and it's up to you as a coach to be able to come up with a set that you know what's your goal and the set yet you come up with is, is that going to be achievable? You know, so if I was thinking if I had a distance swimmer and I wanted their lactate to get up, you know, I wouldn't give them the same set as as I'm, you know, giving Bronte Campbell or yeah or someone like that. So and and expect a similar outcome, you know. So um what's the goal of the set? What are the target times you're trying to hit are they then hitting those target times and then the rest interval and that's this is where it gets difficult with large groups doesn't it yeah. so um uh and that's where swimming's gone you know to the in to the senior ranks of swimming you, you, you you're getting targeted specialized squads whereas 30 years ago there were big bigger club programs so.
0: Mm. um well i guess to your point you know just with this set uh for me you know one of the targets of a set like this is just giving these guys experience and how to put together a 200 the right way and just more race so you know that dive 25 as you said we did more stroke rate so just keeping making sure that first 25 isn't over forced and and overly aggressive but it's still fast holding pace through the middle and then as i said and and do you would you agree with that the last 50 should be the second fastest Well, depending like for freestyle and backstroke especially or
1: no with with all my 200
0: swimmers i I try
1: and get the second third and fourth 50 as
0: close together
1: as close as possible yeah um that's the way I, i like to see 200s done um and But just getting thinking about those cycles there, you know, for a big club program, it's pretty much on the money. Like there's no point going, oh, maybe someone should should be, you know, 10 seconds less and then you do 10 seconds less and then, you know, you're trying to time everybody. You've got swimmers heading in the opposite direction. You're running, you're missing people all for the sake of 10 seconds and the, the thing becomes a shambles. Yeah. Um so you got to keep that in mind as well because the structure and uh, uh, the numbers of your squad all of those things and if it becomes a shambles and you're missing people's times and then no one's getting time properly Well the whole thing just goes out the window you know and you look like a fool so um you're better off going 10 seconds longer and getting it done professionally well, timing everybody, everybody feels like they're important. Yeah. Um, then going 10 seconds less, missing people, not timing correctly um, and all of that. Like I, I I saw a set that someone did. I was on a camp and I, I haven't been on too many camps in the last six years, Matt. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, I happened to be on a camp and, and this set was done on a national event camp. And, you know, mm. on those national event camps, they send out the sets, you know, so people can see and things like mm. that. Anyway, I knew this set, but on the national event camp, you know, it was like six breaststrokers. So then this coach tried to do it with like 24 swimmers.
0: Mm.
1: What a mess. <laughs> Good set. but Yeah, yeah wasn't a good set for 24 swimmers.
0: Well, that's... Was, Everyone's got to keep
1: that in mind. Yeah. You
0: know? I was going to say to you, I mean, we mentioned about how you manipulate this set for breaststrokers, but if you do have a big group and you've got some good breaststrokers in there, you're trying to do a set, so obviously we've got to look after them. They can't be expected to be on the same cycles as freestylers, depending on. This set works for breaststrokers, but... Yeah, I would say it does. But what... Yeah, well, it did in the on the day, for my ones anyway, it did. Yeah. They, they hit their targets, good stroke counts. Um, yeah. It wasn't overdone or overcooked. But what, what are some of yeah. your tips in terms of if you've got a large group and you're trying to look after your breaststrokers as well? Because they do, you know, you mentioned maybe not dropping the cycle for certain ones who are faster, but for these guys, sometimes you do need to look at maybe giving an extra 10 seconds or whatever it might be.
1: Yeah, well, my my tip is, is what I just said about looking after the entire group, yeah. you know, um, not having you know, your last wave, not getting timed because you wanted the cycle to be X and that meant you had to start running towards the other end of the pool while they're coming in.
0: Or shuffling in my case. I can't really yeah. stretch out my legs too far.
1: Because then you end up with disgruntled swimmers, Yeah, you know, if you've got disgruntled swimmers, you're going to end up with disgruntled mm. parents. Yeah. And I, and I do think it's more important. The 10 seconds longer is more important than the disgruntledness. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, yeah you find most swimmers will put up with missing one time, like one time, yeah. like, oh, my bad. But if if it happens again, then it in their mind it's, oh, he's not paying attention to me.
1: Yeah, that's right. I don't count. He doesn't like me anymore yes yeah oh, you know, he doesn't like breaststrokers all sorts of stuff isn't it yeah 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 like yeah. i've seen on camps you you, you know i ran you, you run a camp and you give a coach a wave and the, if the coach stuffs it up and they've only got time three or four people oh swimmers are rolling their eyes you don't <laughs> want to stuff it up twice yeah <laughs> No, you're absolutely right.
0: Um, Well, thanks for that. Look,
1: all in all, that was a good set, you know. Um, Would you do it all year round? No. No. Um, But you'd certainly start with it. You can progress it and all of that sort of stuff, you know, so it looks good. It it does look quite uh, similar to a Siobhan Jorge set Mm. that I saw prior to her World Cups. It's on YouTube. It wouldn't be hard to find. Okay. It just got spat up on my YouTube just because we chat swimming, so I get swimming stuff. And um, actually, she came up again last night um, about her breaststroke prowess. So um, obviously, I've watched it, and this was just based on her being in the semi, uh, being in the final. So she's national record holder. Her first medal. Do you know what her first medal was? Uh, Sorry, first national record. I'm assuming it was breaststroke. 200AM. Oh, 200AM. Yeah. Second was breaststroke. Uh, and I think it was 2016 was her. That's what they said. Okay. But, you know, I did a little bit of the breaststroke. didn't have any underwater. But, you know, I was looking at it and going, well, it's pretty technically pretty good. And I'll tell you what, it's much better than Bronte Campbell's breaststroke. <laughs> Poor Bronte. Isn't breaststroke one of the best strokes like, I remember when we were at the AAS, James Roberts, who's a very, very good swimmer, he yeah. had the worst breaststroke i would ever seen.
0: Yeah.
1: I rec—I always used to joke about, we should just get all the freestylers up and have a breaststroke race and film it, you know? <laughs> that would be a YouTube hit. Because yeah. <laughs> they always look really serious when they're doing it. It's yeah. like they're not sure, quite sure what to do, so they put on a serious face. I don't know whether that's intentional or not, but... And they try hard. Oh, yeah. It's
0: just not working.
1: So I have this thing in my squad, like, if you can't do breaststroke, just do dolphin kick with breaststroke arms.
0: Yeah. Is that just to spare you from having to watch bad breaststroke? Yeah. Yeah, and at least you're
1: getting something out of it, aren't you? Because there's just what's the point in someone in Bronte Campbell doing breaststroke legs?
0: Yeah. Um, it's interesting, Shannon, you and you bring up Siobhan Jorge, and um, we've got obviously Kate Douglas who's very versed in many different events. Um, Kaylee McEwen's had the same sort of thing over the in the past with being, you know, at the top of her game at many different events. Um we we seem to be having more and more, especially female swimmers these days. Is that a um is that something as a coach you'd be looking at? Because it's a big program, and and some of these guys like Siobhan Jorge is in the top, you know, one or two in the 100 and 200 free. Like she's the only ones who have beaten her at top uh, events are the Aussie girls in terms yeah. of those events. So if they're not there, she's she's flat. Like she's at the top of her game. How hard is that when you are looking at your program for the week? Going, listen, I know you you like breaststroke and you're good at it, but you could win this. So we need to, because that's well, obviously what happened to Kaylee, isn't it? With the 200 IM at the Olympics, she backed out of that, even though she had one of the fastest times in the yeah. world going in. But program wise, it didn't work.
1: Yeah. So um, Kaylee's been what, 66 for 100 breaststroke. Yeah. Um, so look on, on this YouTube. Uh, thing that popped up last night Uh, apparently according to them uh, she does she just trains freestyle and just does breaststroke Mm. um but her background was in medley and breaststroke And, and i think she was 200 record was so if you can do a 200 breaststroke you can do breaststroke um so um so there is a background a history there um the, I mean, yeah, she'd have to sit down and think about where her best chances are. Um, I certainly think she has got chances in freestyle. There's no doubt about it. Um, breaststroke. Look, look, if you look at breaststroke, it hasn't really moved for a decade. Um, certainly, as a um, at major meets, I know the Russian girls broken the world record in Russia in that turn of breaststroke, but at major meets, it's uh like, I think last night there was five, nine made the podium in 2013, five, nine didn't make the podium. So, um and that's all right, you know, uh, but um yeah, I think if, you know, like if, you're going to have to go fours. So I'm sure Siobhan and her coach aren't going, Oh, I think we could win a medal here in the 100 breaths. Mm. I wouldn't think they would be thinking that because I, yeah. I do think it's going to take a four where, you know, Siobhan's been 52 one. Yeah. Well, you know, that 200, 400 freeze, uh, 100 and 200 free is certainly where it's at. So you think maybe funny it was we're just talking a- about it because, you know, there's, there's, there's I think here's another top tip, (laughs) and if I can't think of one for next week, I'm counting this one in next week's program. (laughs) Do not, as a coach and an athlete, but as a coach, look for the easier medal win. Mm. You win medals based on your best event, what you what is your best event? I think I've seen this for 30 years people trying to pick an easy win. One, I don't think there are any easy wins. Two, you'll get found out.
0: Mm.
1: So you've got to go for what is your best event regardless of how strong that event may be. Because at the end of the day if you're going to win you're going to beat anyone everyone every, anyway yeah so um that's that's I've just seen time and time again without going to names uh, 20 years ago I was seeing it uh, and and some people have missed missed national teams because they were looking for easy events and their coach was doing the same thing to make a national team and the missed national teams and very very good swimmers. Mm just got to back yourself you got to back your athlete and you got to go and um it, it's 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 happening as we speak you know so um
0: so when strange, you say that do you scene. mean in terms of you know looking at maybe longer events because there's less people doing it so they're trying to get them up into that to- oh
1: generally you see it with very good swimmers you know you don't see it with swimmers who are up oh, they can only do freestyle People who can do freestyle, who can do medley, and they start trying to get cute, and you know, and they start thinking, looking at the opposition, and they think, oh, the fields a bit weaker in 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 medley, so I'm going to go the medley route, or the fields a bit weaker in freestyle, uh, or not necessarily freestyle, generally isn't, but um, yeah, I'm going to go out to the 400 IM because. You know, that's a weak event. Well, are you actually capable of doing a four hundred M? Like mm-hmm. are you going to get down to those sorts of times to win a medal?
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Um and and you might see that, you know, if they're a China flyer or a China backstroker and they think, Oh, maybe I can't do that, but I can do get get through. I, I just think it's it's a bad road road to go down.
0: No, uh, you yeah, well, you are right. Um Even with distance stuff or, you know, making a swimmer into a distance athlete sometimes if, you know, just because it's sometimes a little bit easier. But as you said, the top distance athletes aren't easy to beat. No, I mean. The the field might be thinner, but it doesn't mean the top isn't no, no, the top.
1: Absolutely. And you are what you are. You're not going to turn yourself into something you're not, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah, I wish you – can you come tell my swimmers that? Because all the the middle and distance boys who think they're sprinters, can you come tell them that you are what you are and I can't make you that?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Because they don't listen to me. The easiest thing to say (laughs) to people like that is, oh, so you want to sign up for the toughest event on the books? Mm. And they'll look at you like, what? Robbie's lost his marbles. I knew this would happen.
0: They look at me like that anyway. It doesn't really matter. (laughs)
1: you know you, you can't make a mistake can you in, in a sprint event so that's what you're signing up to so you're going to have to have that type of mentality that attention to detail all of those things that go along with with that um you know which most people don't think of you know when they're going oh i think that's it's an easier option to train in the sprint events than distance. Maybe not. Well,
0: yeah, that's why I'm glad you said for swimmers too because, as I said, just using my own group and swimmers that I've worked with in the past as the example, you know, some of them are ranked in the top 10 for four, eight 800, 1500, but because they like doing 50 free and 100 free and they want to sprint, they try not to do the distance events. They'd rather do a 50 and come 79th and do yeah. a point zero two PB than go do the 800 and, you know, put a bit of work in and hurt. Um, as I said, by the way, to the listeners, if they were genuine sprinters, I wouldn't be having this conversation, I can assure you. And yeah. and and sprinters, much like breaststrokers, you just are, especially at that junior level anyway, maybe when they get older and progress and mature and, get a bit more muscle or whatever who knows how they everyone matures differently and and develops differently um and and i always have that chat with my teenagers as well shannon that potentially when they're 22 23 they might be able to throw down a fast 50 but at this stage in their development you're coming 79th mate there ain't there ain't no way to get you to the there's no fast track to the top of that podium yeah unfortunately in a 50 you're absolutely correct
1: Hey, um, so what have we got left at the world champs? We got the oh, you know what we didn't mention. I would have thought you would have brought this up—the relay, the open water relay.
0: Australia won it. Oh, you, you said I only bring that up because we—I had the relay at open water and we we talked about the noodle and the. I bet you they didn't have a noodle. <laughs> no, they didn't have the noodle. <laughs> hey, and
1: there's a local girl who's made the junior world's team.
0: From yeah. Canberra.
1: Okay. Yeah, so that was good.
0: Yeah, she was she, for Jen and Dara.
1: Yeah, so she, she was in that close finish you were talking about, that point 0.1 or point 0.2. Yes. finish. Yes. Um, Who would have No, but, it? yeah, that Australian, yeah, that 1,500 relay, Australia won that, which uh, I, I know Chris Nesbitt was on a camp here last week. He was pretty excited about that. And then we've got um, the uh, female... Uh, relay, sprint relay camp on, um, which is the next generation one, yeah. you know. So, uh, so there's <clears throat> a lot national of, or state national. So, we've got the top eight up and comers coming in. Um, Simon Cusack's running that, and uh, um, well, that'd
0: be exciting. How long they come down for?
1: Well, just for the week, actually. On pool deck, before we get back to that, world champs. Um, on pool that they were talking about, you know, the 50 uh, 50 form strokes and um, how there's no final. Mm. One of the coaches goes, why would you even put in for it? Well, why would you even enter if you can't swim at night? Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, how many people do actually enter where where there's no opportunity to even have a night swim. So
0: Yeah, well, you're flying, especially if you're flying all the way up there. Just for your your swim in the morning. There's no chance to go again. Yeah. Now, hopefully, we you know, we hope that most swimmers have two, three, four multiple events, so it, it works out that they still get other opportunities in the hundred or the fifty free. But it's not always the case, and a lot of swimmers on their first national qualifying, they might just jag a fifty fly or fifty breast or something like that, and that's their first sort of, you know, especially thirteen year olds coming through.
1: Yeah, and it's just an, another chance to have finals experience, isn't it? Mm. No, nah, we've robbed them of that. So we rob them of that. We rob them of the metal dice. Anyway, I'm not going down that road. Um, I'm staying in the light, I'm not going down <laughs> the dark. But you know, back to the world. So you got the hundred free for men, hundred free for women to come. Yeah. So you'd think Shana Jack versus the Dutch girl. Um that's oh, and Siobhan. Actually, mm.
0: that's going to be quite an interesting race, isn't it? Well, uh, I, I would suggest that Siobhan's probably the favourite going into that race.
1: Yeah, no, that will be good. Actually, I might get up for that one.
0: Mm.
1: Probably should. Yeah. Well, um, well. i just got to be conscious this week. I'm going to Bathurst for the 12-hour on the weekend. Okay. So, So yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But What's I that, the 12-hour? 1, what is that? It's a 12-hour race. It's part of the World Championship. So they start at 5.40 in the morning or 5.30 in the morning on a Sunday morning. Cars? Yeah, I'm driving up Saturday.
0: 12 hours of watching cars? Yeah. Oh, couldn't think of anything worse. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of anything. 12 hours. Oh, I could. Yeah, no. Listen, I've, I've, we've mentioned this before. I've got lots of mates who love it. Um, They go down to, you know, Canberra for summer nats and all these different things. So I, I get that there's a market out there. People love it. It's just, it's not my flavour, but, you know, 12 hours. God dang. But, yeah, no, some good racing coming up. The men's 100 is going to be interesting, especially after that world record in the, in yeah. the 4 by one So
1: I'll be inter- interested to see Kate Douglas' turn of breaststroke. The recent 219. She's in good form. She's done a PB in the 20 AM. She could break
0: 219. Yeah. So, um, Actually, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, Shannon, um, that you were correct. I don't know if you brought this up on the podcast. Maybe we mentioned it behind the scenes. But we've got a new, is it CEO of Swimming Australia?
1: Oh, Rob Woodhouse, yes.
0: Yes. So congratulations to Rob and
1: yeah, new appointment. I mean, yeah, I know. There was a lot of hope that he would get it. So that will be well received in the community. Um, he's been living in Scotland. I do hope he's not going to continue to live in Scotland, but um, <laughs> I would think that sort of position needs you to be in the country. Um, yeah. I mean, only it's say not really a work
0: from home type thing, is it? Like,
1: Well, it's been tried before. That's the reason why I bring it up. Mm. Um, and uh, I would think that everyone that's experienced that would think, yeah, mm. wouldn't go down that route again. No. So, but, but Rob has been living uh, in Scotland, and um, so I'm just presuming that he'll be working out of Australia. But Rob and I go back quite a long way. Um, he was Jodie Henry's uh, manager for, um, just prior to Athens, so he jumped on the train at the at the right time. She's and, still uh, a
0: part of TLA. I'm sure she's.
1: Yeah, I, guest I don't speaker,
0: know. I think, maybe, or something like that. It
1: could be, but he did a great job with her. Um, and what I what really impressed me was that he molded himself to her, you know, and because he had Susie O'Neill as well. So he came up, uh, watched a train uh, for a couple of days, uh, met with me on a couple of occasions and just wanted to know what she was like as a person.
0: Mm.
1: So it's um, so a very good operator and obviously, you know, bronze medal winner, 84 Olympics, former AIS swimmer um, from Victoria, you know, trained with Lee Nugent, I think, when he was was club program. I think, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I do know that they've got a long relationship, so many people know Rob, so I think it's a really good appointment.
0: Yeah, no, congratulations, and it's good that we've got one and that we've got a bit of... Direction well, better. the swimming
1: man too, and, and swimming just is des- desperately needs it.
0: Well, there's one thing I know. Every ship needs a captain steering it. So, you know, you, you see quite often you know, people, positions being left open because people just think, oh, you know, we can get through this. We can... Inevitably, someone tries to step up, or you step on each other's toes, or there's certain things that happen. So uh, it's good that we've got a, a captain steering the ship and uh, a team around uh, yeah. him doing that. So because you see it even just at a, a smaller level with clubs and committees and stuff like that. Sometimes uh, we get a president. Oh, let's try and go. Well, we don't need one, you know, because no one wants the, <laughs> the no one wants the headache of being the president and taking everything on. But inevitably. You know, you start treading on each other's toes and because there there needs to be a a director. And so, as I said, I I was getting a bit worried for a while. There hadn't been any appointment or anything like that. And I think Swimming Australia definitely needs some direction around this time. So, Well, I think
1: they realised just how important it was to get it right. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a fan of finding people from within.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, That line, oh, we've looked all over the world and we've found the – best person for the job they just happened to be already in the organization yeah. so that, that makes me nervous so um <laughs> i don't lose sleep over it but it certainly <laughs> makes me nervous yes so I'm, I'm glad they took the time i'm glad they got the person they were you know hoping for or whether they were hoping for but i, I certainly do know the community was hoping for it
0: yeah, absolutely congratulations to rob now if you listened last week you would have heard shannon's new fantastic innovation to the podcast which is song of the week (laughs) and uh if you listened all the way to the back end of last week's podcast you would have been just grooving away to super freak uh (laughs) explaining to your kids maybe what you know where that song comes from and because i'm sure a lot of people maybe didn't know that song uh, especially the younger generation but um shannon and i were bopping away now so we've got Two songs of the week again this week. So I'm going to go with your one first, Shannon, because I want to finish with my song of the week this week. So I think it's going to set a nice vibe for people's day. Mm. Um, so Shannon's song of the week this week is "Talking in Your Sleep" by The Romantics. So you said, correct? Yes. Mm. Now we don't play the whole song for anyone listening out there. We're not, you know, going to get in trouble from any radio stations or copyright infringements. We just played a little bit just to give people a vibe and then yeah. uh, you can put it in your own playlist. Yeah, you
1: never know. You might go, oh, I remember that one. Yeah.
0: I I quite like the idea of people listening in their car with their kids. So the parents are going, oh, I remember that, and the kids are going, No, oh, just put their headphones back in and just shaking their head. Well,
1: so- a lot of kids do like their older music these days, eh? Yeah. I don't know what that says about the current
0: stuff. but <laughs> Just people aren't creative enough these days. That's what I reckon. Oh, let's do a movie. Let's do number two of the movie that was successful before rather than come up with another idea. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So, this is The Romantics talking in your sleep. You tell me that you want me. You tell me. you go there you go that's it just a snippet do you remember that one no nah, never heard it oh you were kidding <laughs> no, never heard it i've never heard that song before oh there you I go had, you can add it first time oh right, what do you pop to it yeah a good bop to it i'm going bob marley song because oh you're going to the movie because we're going to watch bob so i'm going to bob marley song of course um which we'll we'll put on before we finish up but uh what else you got going on this week uh, catch up with Michaela, uh,
1: tomorrow, um, finishing off a three week block. So that's, that's good. Um, been really happy with the guys.
0: So apart from that.
1: No, what, was a, what was the
0: focus of this three week block? Do you always have sort of focuses in your three week block? What you're trying to, um, yeah, there was, well, the two things I was
1: trying to get, uh, yeah, the volume out for these three weeks, which we've achieved that. That was good. So we've upped the volume a bit, um, um and it's been I, I would say a front front end type focus still, but um, n- not in this. We've moved from speed and we're going to production. So uh, yep, still yep. still in that
0: capacity area. I was going to say, have you you joined the sprint revolution, have you? No, no. <laughs> oh oh,
1: yeah (laughs) oh the sprint revolution
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh someone someone stopped me anyway all right so we're firing on all cylinders this morning oh dear me uh no that's good so yeah so obviously not so much the set that we talked about today in terms of where you're at now with production
1: yeah, now, yeah, maybe the first two rounds something similar to that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then we've got New South Wales mid March, so yeah. I'll, go, I'll start this. We'll have a recovery type adaptation regen week next week, uh, and then we'll the the race uh, New South Wales Open will be the end of that block. So that'll be interesting because I'm going to up the ante a little bit more um he- heading into that race that competition um we'll see how they go mm.
0: yeah no it's all happening at the moment obviously school carnivals are all kicking off and uh then we've got uh, up here in Sydney senior metros coming up in what 10 days from now so yeah New South Wales country's on this weekend oh okay there you go so we've got country metro the weekend after um not long after that um then as you said state open And then, yeah, it's all downhill to nationals in terms of like it just comes around quick, doesn't it? I saw a stat the other day that this year is like 10% or nearly 12, like 10% already finished. Hey, we're past halfway in February, aren't we? Yeah. It'll be March.
1: Jeez, I can remember New Year's Eve. Oh, actually. I I said that that's one thing I've been banging on about. This
0: will go quick. Yeah. Well, oh, for sure we'll be we'll be at the Olympics um before we know it. Certainly at trials anyway. Um I want to finish with some news, Shannon. I don't think I've mentioned this, and correct me if I'm wrong because sometimes my memory goes. Um, but uh news for the podcast for my family. My wife and I are expecting another baby girl in July. Oh,
1: July. Congratulations. Good month. Ju-
0: end of July.
1: So Ooh, a Leo, mm. like myself is it oh well there you go what
0: date? hey 31st oh could come early two days early be good 29th of july (laughs) well the thing is anyone who knows me knows how early my daughter charlie was born which was she was born at 26 weeks so due dates don't often mean much to us these days because charlie was meant to be born on the 31st of december and she was born on the 25th of september so um you know, things, <laughs> due dates change for us, yeah. but depending. But, um, no, it's exciting and uh, looking forward to having a house full of girls, Shannon. What what more could you want than a house full of girls? Do you have a dog? Two dogs, actually, both boys, thankfully. Ah, uh, I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. all right, you got to be of balance
1: there. That's good. Got <laughs> yeah. up <balance>.
0: It's not <laughs> so much now that I worry about. It's more teenage, having a house full of teenage girls that, you know, just because i work with teenagers so much i just think oh good lord what's a house full of teenage girls going to be like so uh gun license yeah well we actually there's a a gun shop around the corner from our pool at bexley so might have to go for a wander (laughs) up there um but no no it turns out i'm going to be uh um a girl dad so uh looking forward to that um and uh The the wonderful ride that comes with it. We've just packed Charlie off to school. She started kindergarten. Yeah. Then we've decided, yeah, why not? Let's just start the cycle all over again. So uh, there's a bit of news for everyone. Baby girl. Very uh, good. I'll keep everyone up to date whether, uh, you know, we I'm hoping this one gets overcooked or something a little bit. Like, you know, Charlie was so early. I feel like it needs to balance out that this one goes right out to the wire. So anyway uh for everyone out there listening have a wonderful weekend um hopefully you have a great valentine's day and someone looks after you brings you some chocolates what did you just get flowers for the missus what else did you get anything else bottle of wine. B- a bottle of wine he, he's buttering her up so hopefully <laughs> if someone's looked after you some chocolates bottle of wine flowers um As you're listening to this, it's the day after Valentine's Day, so hopefully you had a good day. Um, Do yourselves a favour. I would recommend going to watch the Bob Marley movie. I haven't watched it yet, but it looks great, and I love Bob Marley and the vibes that he brings, so it might be a nice little watch for everyone out there. There's not a lot going on at the movies at the moment. So other than that, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Shannon, you enjoy your weekend? Yeah, you too, eh? Have a good day,
1: and I'll catch you. Yeah, enjoy the weekend.
0: Yeah. I will, even though you wouldn't. No. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> catching it I'd just be on if I went with you on a weekend like I'd just be on the cans. And you'd be you'd be like, Robbie, you gotta look at nah mean I'm just I, I'm just having another drink. Do you want a can? So no, it just <laughs> just doesn't interest me. All right, here we go. Let's finish off with some good vibes, uh, courtesy of Mr. Bob Marley. <laughs> Today's episode of Off The Block Swimming Podcast is proudly brought to you, as always, by Pro Swim Workouts. Nico and the team at Pro Swim Workouts have been supporters of the podcast from day one and continue to support the show and the coaching community more broadly with their platform, proswimworkouts.com. Head over to the website right now and become a member to receive all the exclusive content, whether it's programming, in and out of the water, thought-provoking articles, or even just sharing of ideas. It is a one-stop shop. And for all those just looking to browse, head over to proswimworkouts.com to find free workouts, podcast tips, jobs available, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? I'll say it one more time. Head over to proswimworkouts.com right now and let Nico know that Off The Block sent you.